0: All right. Well, shoot. I might just start spitting right now because I got it. Let's start. I yeah, gotta, come on, till he, yeah. Come on. Until he. Yeah. All right. So, so did you see the argument? uh you we're talking JJ
1: and uh, we're talking. It was JJ. JJ
0: and Stephen A. Smith. So they they're they're going at it right now. Yes. Basically, the difference between the old era and the new era. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this is my opinion. So JJ Reddick has a lot of good points, and Stephen A. Smith actually had some decent points as well, which is which is sometimes not his specialty in basketball. And that's not a knock on Stephen A. Smith. It's just that he's a media personality, right? So, um, But J.J. is very well informed in the game of basketball. So is C.J. McCollum, et cetera. Certainly. But J.J. is basically talking about how people love to knock on the new age because of the nostalgia of the 70s, 80s, 90s, right? Yep. Really the 80s and 90s. And yes, that is definitely true. And so he's saying that like older people get upset because um, they say they complain. And then he went into this uh, rant about Gary Payton, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, all those guys complain too, this, that, and the other. This is what I would say is one, everybody just needs to appreciate basketball for what it is in the growth of basketball. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like there was really good basketball in the eighties or nineties and there's really good basketball. Now the difference for me is that basketball has transitioned right? Yep. The skill level has grown so much since the eighties and nineties that it's hard to keep up with. Mm-hmm. So now, but to say that, so one of the arguments that somebody in the eighties or nineties might have is that it's not team basketball anymore. Right. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, that's and
0: it. that, that is a case in a lot of organizations, even in the NBA there it's, it's the case in a lot of organizations. Now that's also because the skill level is at an all time high right now. And so these individuals are able to get a ball screen and go make something happen for somebody. Yep. Yep. Now I would counter this is that you also, this is to go at devil's advocate towards JJ Reddick. Okay. Would be that one of the reasons they might have a hard time watching the game of basketball is because travels aren't called anymore. Yeah. Double dribbles aren't called. Yeah. Right. All these things that like are just basic. There hasn't been a carry called in, in, 15 years carried moving screens. Right. Yeah. Um, but then we're going to be so uptight about like if he's going into a shot, a swoop rule right. and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's the, the basketball world is the basketball game is changing now. However, I think that these rules need to be more cracked on, down on rather than saying you can't sweep through it's mm-hmm. on the ground, etc. whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's just get back to the fundamentals of it. Now going to the next point, which also comes to the refs. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder job to ref now than it is the se- the eighties and nineties. Yeah, like
1: Mike Woods was saying the rules are behind, so the refs are the re- the refs are you know the rules are the rules are always behind, so it's hard for the refs to keep up. Yes, yes. Who said that? Because Mike Woods. Mike Woods. When we had him on here, uh, you know, a while back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is
0: I, I not even, but yes, that, that is was, exactly. I can't remember what episode this.
1: that was, but that was the name of the episode. The rules, are,
0: yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So that's something that's big that's happening right now, in my opinion. But then so you talk about the eighties, seventies, eighties, nineties guys, right? They talk about how basketball, um, it's a one-on-one game, et cetera, whatever. Well, yes, that is the case. But if you also watch the Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors, it's not.
1: Oh yeah. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: it's a bunch of team basketball. Now that's occasionally the great thing we'll,
1: about the playoffs is because the the longer you go, I mean, yeah, the the more team you have the more of a team you have to be.
0: Yeah. And so Although I was – I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, right? And LeBron James was bringing them into this, like, you know, making finals after finals, 1-1 in 2016. This is what I would say is it almost came to the point where I was rooting for Golden State because of the style of basketball they were playing. Not because they were taking all these threes, but because yeah. of how much they were sharing the ball compared to what Kyrie Irving would catch it, ball screen. If that didn't work, back out, ISO maybe. LeBron James, similar – and LeBron James, if he like, – it's like KD, how KD blossomed, right, under Golden State. Yep. And, yes, obviously, is, well, was he a top uh, two player in the league? Before. Yeah. Yeah, was he a top two player in the league at the time? Absolutely. But at the same time, like, his efficiency went up drastically because of the style of play because it's like, oh, I don't have to have the ball in my hands every single second.
1: Well, I, I think his efficiency went up too because of a couple of his teammates that he had as well. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, yes, but also – this is Another part that J.J. Wright was saying was the Russell Westbrook argument. Russell Westbrook has never been a bad basketball player. No. I, I give him a hard time sometimes. I give, you know, like, has he won? Dude made the finals when he was, like, early 20s. Oh, well, yeah, yeah.
1: well okay. It wasn't like
0: he had an easy Russell road. Westbrook.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he got to play with KD, but KD was young too is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but they were, I mean that was almost a three-headed. They had it. That was a team. That was a load of I mean, yes, yeah. You're right. Yes. Russell Westbrook did make a finals.
0: Now, this is what I would say about Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook had to tran- transition his game as well because of the stars that he lost. Okay? So all of a sudden instead of getting to play within a system, which it's not like it was the best or most complex system, right? Yeah. When Kevin Durant was there, But he still was – it was more of a system compared to when he left. It was like, okay, well, I got to do it all myself or I'm not going to make the playoffs. Yep. Yep. So it was – so to knock Russell Westbrook, I've had to take a dive back because I personally think I was the first one that said triple-doubles doesn't mean anything unless you win games. But Russell Westbrook was just trying to do everything he could to keep his team in the games. I'm playing devil's advocate.
1: Kind of, kind of.
0: In the – When Kevin Durant he
1: was doing everything to keep keep his team in the game.
0: When Kevin Durant had left. Now, I'd also say Dante Sponis, great player. Victor Oladipo was reaching that status, but wasn't maybe quite not there until he got to the Pacers. But that also speaks on the Pacers. What did the Pacers do? Played together, moved the ball, played as a team. I just think that if somebody actually told Westbrook, I don't think he's arrogant enough to not buy into it. That's what I'm going to say, because I think he is a major competitor.
1: I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll give it. He is a major competitor. I'll you know give him the benefit of the doubt, but I need, to, I need to know who said it and how he said it and how sure. it, I need 100%. to see that somebody said it And I'm playing
0: I, devil's advocate. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate right now. But all I'm trying to say is this the 80s and 90s were a great brand of basketball. Yeah. Okay. And although you could say that they played great team basketball at the same time, Michael Jordan was going to catch it probably mid post and he was going to ISO. So it all of a sudden wasn't like they were sharing the crap out of the ball either at certain times. Yeah. Yeah. Now other times, yes, was Paxton getting involved Was you know, Dennis Rodman able to create a lot of stuff because of his board coverage, et cetera, was Pippen doing a lot of great things. Absolutely. Yeah. But when you look back at it and you look at the jazz right now, they never won a championship, but their best players were Karl Malone and um, John Stockton. Yeah. They were sure passing the heck out of the ball considering it's an all time assist leader.
1: You yeah, know? yeah. Can I right, can I talk about a couple of media, media yes. things that, that please? I'll a please, of that? I'm I'm muting my mic. Go. No, we're gonna have to mute your mic before we get into Coach Shroud, who's gonna join us here in a second. Um, all right, so I guess the Richard Jefferson thing, right, about the shortened season, and they were talking And Richard Jefferson, did you hear that? Richard Richard Jefferson came out and be like, "Don't shorten the season." Part of like part of greatness is longevity, and you can't shorten the season. Did you hear that?
0: Um, I read something similar about that on, uh, on Twitter. I think JJ Redick was t- J- JJ, JJ Redick was and CJ McCullen were talking about, um, how people
1: like the staff made them rest, but keep going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of tie it into how, what you were talking about, about, you know, good basketball back then, good basketball now and how the game has changed anyway. But it, I heard the Richard Jefferson thing. Um, and so any, and so I'm going to talk about this. Uh, I was and I, and I, so I heard the Richard Jefferson thing. I was listening to Ryan Rossillo, his podcast. I'm a huge Ryan Rosillo fan. Um, he was talking about how the shortened season is basically how, how the season is almost already shortened. So he did some research and he went up and looked up the top 25 scores from this year and the top 25 scores, not like the top 25 scores straight up, no matter how many games, you know, some people got anyway, the top 25 scores from this past NBA season miss an average of 23 games an average of 23 games, which is over a quarter of the season. Right? So basically if you're talking about the top 25 guys, the season is already shortened. Right. Um, and one, and one more point to that. So we went back like five years ago. Five years ago, the top twenty-five scores missed an average of six games. Six games in five years. That's an eighteen-game jump from from five games to, tw- or, from, to tw- or six game, whatever. You know, That's massive. Yeah, games. that's a massive jump. And so I just heard Richard Jefferson talking about that. I heard Rusillo's take on it. I thought it was really good. You know, however you feel about the shortened season, I just thought it was interesting that all of a sudden now, you know, we talk about how the game has changed, maybe shortened the season, injuries and stuff. I don't know what all went into that, but it was interesting that now all all the guys have basically, by default, shortened their own season. Kawhi has come out and said he's only gonna, he's he's only going to play sixty two games for the rest of his career. Ka- Kawhi has yeah. like pretty much come out and said that. Um, the other thing I wanted you you talked about something earlier about you know good basketball in the eighties and then in the nineties as well you know and moving on good basketball now. And I talked – and I want to – you know, the game has – since the three-point line, the game has moved further and further away from the basket. You know, some Correct. people you know, the post isn't as big. You know, not, you don't need a post, you know, not down low guy. Anyway, um, so I was, I was just thinking about how as the game – and people, people – you were talking about how now people complain, you know, not team yeah. basketball, too much individual. Sure, My sure. thing is that, well, as the game moves further away from the basket – you kind of need more individual skill level in order to get to get by and you know create for other people more skill to get by create dish get to the basket and actually score because now you're you're, you're being pushed out further you're you know you're, you're looking at the three point line as opposed to looking at you know the lane and you know uh, the the, the mid range area skill
0: um, see and this is the problem is skill should never hurt the game of basketball yeah the more skill the better the game of basketball period yeah. right and it's what you value. It's what you value as skill, right? Because passing is a skill. One more pass is a skill. Can you read the game? Rebounding is a skill. Uh, ball handling. I mean, Kyrie Irving has a miraculous skill, right? That yeah. nobody almost can like, even touch because of how great it is. I completely agree. The further, out, the further the game has gotten from the basket, the more it is relied on guards. Yep. And so that's why you've seen the loss of a traditional big. That does not mean that all of a sudden you can't have a traditional big, right? Right. No, not at all. It's just, it's all. just all depending on what you want. And, I mean, that's why I think the Celtics have a knot in the paint right now is they got to get back to rebounding and throwing it up. And it's not going to be a back-to-the-basket game, yeah. right, which is even different than 10 years ago with yeah. Paul Gasol, Shaq. I mean, that was, I guess, longer than 10 years ago. But you get what I'm saying? It's, it's That is the beauty of the game. And so people that are saying it's like, oh, it's only ball screen and it's very individualized. It's like, dude, there are more people working on the statistics and analyzing the game of basketball now than ever done, ever that what's ever been done before. So mm-hmm. that's why these, the game is shifting. And what it looks like now and mm-hmm. 10 to 15, 20 years from now, for me and you to sit here and be like, oh, well, 2022 is the best brand of basketball. I said, excuse me, the best brand of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be silly and that would be arrogant of us to not recognize the growth that so many people are taking it. Yeah. You know, but that doesn't, that also doesn't mean that basketball wasn't really, really good during 2022. Yeah. It was just different.
2: Man, uh-huh. man we just playing a lot of games, man. Uh, these guys are, I like my group. And I usually, I'm pretty, I'm pretty harsh on them in June, but I like my group this time, man. I like my group every year, but I really like this group. They're good.
1: I hear you, I hear you. Um, Coach, yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, get you introduced real quick uh, We got Coach Ant- Antoine Stroud uh, joining us on the show today uh, Head coach at Druid Hills High School in Atlanta uh, Atlanta native, correct coach?
2: Yes sir Atlanta
1: native, uh, played at uh, Southwest Cab. Was an assistant coach at uh, Duluth, at Stone Mountain Was at Shiloh for six years um, And then mm-hmm. the, uh, the head coach at Druid Hills um, Coach, appreciate you coming on man Just uh, yes, going? What's going on with you?
2: Man, just summer league and just just getting these guys. Man, I love June so much, man. Oh, NBA it was Finals.
1: June's a great Yeah,
2: team. I know, man. If we out of school, like it's it's great. Like I don't have to teach. Uh, I mean, everything's just good. And it's hot, but it's all good. But just just, just these guys, man, and this team, just, just trying to get them prepared for that next level. Yeah, uh, uh, we don't have we don't have a pretty pretty good pretty good group at this time, man. So, so June, what is preparing what is
0: them? for? in the summer in june look like for you
2: so you know it's it's crazy man because everybody kind of has they have their own theory on how to do things Um, my thing is i I like my kids to play a lot of games yes i know a lot of people don't yeah i I, they i'm not really a practice guy in june i'm more of a play guy man i like to play i like for them to get up and down man and they want to play so we're playing 34 games in summer and uh yeah, man, just let them play. I mean, I could sit and work you out all day and we could practice all day until you get in that game. Get some game, get some game management, man, and just mm-hmm. learn how to play. Cause we got a pretty much a new group. I mean, we obviously were 25 and five last year, region champions. But those guys that we have now, they didn't really play much last year. So they the next up and coming guys. So I just think they need more like game action. So with for the summer man for me, it's just playing, man. Playing, developing. Uh, just hear me cuss and scream all day. They need, that. you know, <laughs> they need it. Yeah. Like my assistant coaches that like, man, when you going to like let us coach, I'm like, give me a couple more days. I think we, they need to hear my voice for the first week, first week or two. And then after that, cause, uh, in Georgia, we just play in June. Obviously I think Tennessee too. And then I go, I know they go to AAU and, uh, in July. So man, just, just let them play, man. Just let them play. Let them have some fun. Uh, but these kids, man, they 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 want it so bad. I mean, we came up a little short in the Elite eight, mm-hmm. and uh, eight eight guys are coming back. Like oh, I wow. say, two of the eight guys played a lot. I mean, they played, oof, they played a lot of minutes. Uh, and the other six guys are they didn't play as much as they you know wanted to, but hell, they playing now. So you yeah. know, they've been stepping it up, man. They they we got a good group. I give That's them awesome. great kids. Yeah, great kids, man. I like I like being around. I really do.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean, my favorite thing that you just said is Mm -hmm. letting them play. I think that gets lost a lot now. Everybody wants to do the skill development, which is great. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking that at all. Everybody needs to develop their skill. And Asa Mm -hmm. and I were actually talking about that a little bit, about how much the game is developed um, Mm -hmm. Mm skill-wise. But, no, I Mm -hmm. I definitely think the value of basketball and being a good team is learning how to play together and learning the amounts that you can't do in a specific individual skill session. So
1: I really, really like that. Yes, sir.
2: Thank you, man.
1: I'm so glad you said you playing 34 games because I was about to mm-hmm. say, I was about to say when my, uh, going in my junior year, I was changing schools and, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was with a new team. And that summer in June, we played 30 games. So by the time mm-hmm. we got to the season, I had I had already played a whole season with them in the yeah. summer. You know, and I, yeah, I, I thought that was like the best thing. We had we played oh, yeah. a whole season and too many teams, too many high yeah. schools. Coaches, they go to team, one, two team camps, play two games a day, three games a day, mm. call you know, call it a summer after six games. Yeah. I'm like, y'all got a chance to literally play a whole season here, put we your do. whole system in, let that, you know, yeah. let that play out, and then and come mm-hmm. back in the fall and y'all y'all of mm-hmm. every, everybody. I don't mm-hmm. know why I don't know why coaches yeah. don't have advantage of that. Um Asa
0: yeah, hey, so, Asa, hey, so you literally talked about it as like you love simplicity. Like you love yep. keeping things simple, concise, you know. Yeah. You've talked mm-hmm. about that before. So that yeah, completely um
2: coach
1: you got the job in 2019, correct? At Druid Hills,
2: is that right? Mm, yep, May of 2019.
1: Yep. And I just talk to us about Druid Hills, kind of what it's been like, and maybe some struggles you've gone through, um, just yeah, man. things you've experienced since being that first time head coach.
2: Man, first day I got the call, I was like, I was happy, but I was nervous because I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. My dad actually was uh, my boss, my final year as an assistant, so I worked for him. And I remember he told me, he said, "Man, don't take this job." don't do it don't you need to go figure out something you need to go find another job so what I did was I interviewed at Druid Hills in February of 2019 and man they didn't call me they called me back and I went for a second interview in like April and I was like man y'all better hurry up because I got a few people that want to take my you know want to take me because I could have easily just stayed at that school Stone Mountain High School I could have just easily stayed there because uh, right. they were giving me the yeah they were giving me the job I mean I had it people thought it was crazy I was like, man why don't you just take it you're already there it's like nah, just wasn't a, wasn't a good fit at the time, and you know I had to take a leap of faith, man. So I took the job in May, and we had a, we had you know obviously had June workouts and um, playing. We didn't play 34 games that something, but we might have played 25 because I got the job kind of late, so it was okay. kind of hard for me to kind of you know. So I take the job, and I mean I'm driving to the gym every day, and I'm just like man, I'm a head coach, I can't believe it, I'm so happy, right? Mm-hmm. So I get the, I get there the first couple of days of the workouts, and I'm like. Did I, do, did I do the right – did I make the right choice? <laughs> so the, the pieces started falling into place, man. And uh, we actually made a state tournament my first year there. We, were, we finished 13-16. and 16. We lost 12 games within five points. But mm-hmm. so we just – it was just, you know. And then so we played Ups and Lee the first round. Kentavious Caldwell-Popes High School. And uh, mm-hmm. we played them at Ups and Lee. Absolutely, I won, like, 90 games in a row, like, two years prior to that. And nobody had beat them in there. We were up six with three minutes to go and lost. It was hard. It was hard to close it out in there. So, we lose. So, I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready for next year. And then the pandemic hits. 20, you know, 2020 hits. March of uh, 2020 hits. But I don't know if we're going to have a season. So, the next year comes, we played four games. We couldn't get through it. Everybody was getting COVID. We had. COVID everywhere everybody was getting the coaches we had players we had parents everybody my whole program got wiped out because of COVID including myself right mm-hmm. so after four games we just we shut it down we couldn't couldn't get through it so we finished two and two <laughs> so I'm going okay at this point I'm like okay now at this point I'm 15 and 18 my career record right yeah I'm like all right so next year which was this past year so I'm gonna I'm put together the weakest schedule that you have ever see in your life. I'm gonna get the <laughs> weakest teams that you ever see, and I'm gonna just go out there and I'm gonna try to win 30 games. And what a what a year we had! 25 and five. I had the player of the year in Keyshawn Evans. He signed with Voorhees College. Yep. I won coach of the year on three different occasions. He won player of the year on three different occasions. He won AJC player of the year. He got AJC first team. He won region player of the year. I mean, he was clearly the best player in the region. And we had some dogs in the region. Uh, We – man, we were – we finished the season ranked number five. With the same – with the same guys, like, we had four seniors. But those guys that weren't going to play much, they came in. It was crazy, Coach. It was crazy because they came in. We played about 40 games last summer because we didn't play. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it up to even more games this time. We got to – we got to get kids to play. So, I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay. So we, so we go in last summer and the kids were like, look, coach, we know we didn't play before a game. We want to win. And you could tell, man, because we were having like 6 o'clock in the morning workouts. And like the kids were beating me there. Yeah. Like they they were literally at the door like, coach, where are you? And I'm like, it's like 5.30 a.m. I'm like, dude, I'm pulling up. But like everybody's here waiting. And like they constantly were doing it. And they loved lifting weights, man. They loved lifting weights. Like I've never seen a group of kids that loved weights and conditioning. It was almost like. They were like, oh, we're going to the track today to run three miles. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, no, you're not supposed to like that. Like, you're not supposed to. But I knew the end, man. I knew going in. So we played Fall League as well uh, right before the season, man. And, I mean, it was – these kids, they were awesome, man. They were awesome. I mean, we had the best defensive team in the county. We had one of the best defensive teams in the, in the state, man. We just – they just bought in. They bought in and they stayed stayed like that all year. I mean, we – like I say, we finished number five team in the state. We were ranked. Number seven, eight, and I had like six guys that played. We only had played like six guys, and uh, finally it came to an end. Man, we were playing McDonough High School. Oh uh, mm-hmm. man, they got a heck of a team. They lost in the final four, but they got a heck of a team. Man, athletic, just just really good. We lost by five. Man, the, it was a great, great basketball game. Great high school basketball game. But man, we had we sold it out. We sold up. We sold out pretty much all our home games. I mean, it was it was crazy. Man, like. Mm-hmm. Uh and did I was just fortunate, man. Is
1: that when the crowd started coming? Did y'all do anything in particular? Was it just being involved in school? Just were well, wins?
2: Man, it was a combination of both. I mean, those guys, the seniors, were really good friends with our SGA president. And the SGA president was like, yo, you're going to the game, and people were like, yeah, okay. And they would come to the game and it was like we win by 30. And then they come to another game, win by 40. Yeah. And then because I was a little worried about us because we did, our schedule wasn't that great. And we had some really good teams in the region. Like Marist, Marist School—that's where Sean McVay went. The uh, Rams coach—he oh, went really? there. Okay. Yeah, and they are—they are really good. I mean, like really good. Ball move the ball. We beat them in the region championship game. Really. And uh, yeah, man, it just—it. I, look, I was more shocked than people. I, I know a lot of people. Oh man, I just can't—I can't believe it. I'm like, dude, you can't believe it. I'm coaching these guys. Hell, I can't believe it. But. <laughs> they worked so hard, man. I yeah. mean, this was one of my fan. I've had pros, coach. I've had pros. I've I've had college guys. This was one of my favorite teams, man. They 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 just and they, I mean they set the standard for the next group of guys because the guys that we have now again they didn't play much, but they never had a bad attitude because they knew they were up next. And I mean, we've been playing these last two days, and it's like, like you guys look like y'all like. You know, you look like those guys last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it's just good vibes, man. It's really good vibes. They love it. It's player led. I don't really have to say much to those guys, you know. I, you know, I always chew them out, but yeah, because uh, I'm a little different on the court. But, <laughs> what, you <laughs> but mean, it's what you mean? Player led. What you mean? Exactly. Man, just just, I'm just. I don't know. I like to compete, man, and yeah, and, man. I, and I and I love the game and. You know I try to I, I, I have confidence in, in all my kids man I really do have a lot of confidence i I don't know I don't I don't want to use the word tr- I, I don't want to use the word trick because I, I don't really trick them but I think that you know all of my guys that I have I think they're really really good regardless of what other people think I think I'm gonna play you a lot of minutes and uh, if you if you start for there, if you first two off the bench you're gonna play a lot of minutes You just are you're gonna play 25 plus 23 plus and, I, you know, just instill that confidence. I tell kids all the time, man, if you play for me, you're going you're gonna to play. And, it, it, you know, as a staff, we, we really do a good job of, uh, you know, promise. We, we don't really promise some things, but we tell them, yo, if you're in the starting lineup, you're going to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. And I think that gives a kid confidence. We let you play through your mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you know, kid, turn the ball over. It's not the end of the world. Uh, you know, I'm just – you know, I, I, I yell at guys when they don't hustle back or when they don't take a charge, but miss shots. And, Stuff like that, man. That stuff happens. I mean, yeah, that's why Keyshawn won player of the year last year because, I mean, he was missing. Guys missed shots. He grabbed a rebound, put it back in. So, you know, I would, I'm not mad at missed shots, but, you know, our program is good, man. We, we run a tight ship and I hold them accountable, hold them to a standard. Yep. And they like it. They like the structure. They like the organization of the program. But, uh, like I say, man, I tell people all the time, it's not me. It's them because they're the ones that got okay. to sacrifice and get up early. We all do, but it takes a lot for you to get up out that bed and really you know, come in and work every day. You know, just got it. Like I say, man, they're a good group, good friends, off the floor. You know, it's no, it's no. you know, guys win first team, all region, second team. No guys don't care. Like I had one of my starters last year. We have – out of my five starters, all of them got some type of accolade. Keyshawn was player there. Nick was all region, second team. Harry was all region, second team. And Karan was uh, honorable mention. David was is our heart and soul. David will be back this year. Him and Nick will be back this year. Dave was our heart and soul coach, and he didn't get anything. And so I told him, you know, right after the season when the accolades were coming out, I told him, man, don't you know, don't worry about it, you know. And he told me, coach, I just want to win. I could care less about accolades. I didn't deserve the accolades. Nick was averaging twelve. I don't, I don't need accolades. I want to win. Yeah, good, you need good, you need good. those guys on your team. I was about to say you got yeah. the
1: best group, yeah. man. When you play led teams, yeah. you got a group that wants to set the standard for the group behind them. I mean mm-hmm. you can't ask for a better culture setting, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean that's that's unbelievable, man. You've got some incredible, incredible kids.
2: Yeah, and it's crazy because none of them I mean, are they division one players? No. But are they division one when it comes to like working hard and attitude and grades? Heck yeah. Are they division? Yeah. Two players? Uh yeah, <laughs> David is. And Nick is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, David what, what is year good.
0: did you say they are? Are they rising seniors? David and
2: Nick are rising seniors. Okay, just make uh, sure
0: that nobody else listens to this podcast because uh, <laughs> I got We'll you. be in touch, yeah, man. We'll be in For touch. Sure. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: yeah, like my kid Josiah Williams. I mean, Josiah mm-hmm. didn't play much last year, and we got him in mid- midway through the year from Alabama. He wasn't eligible to January. We put we we he wasn't playing much because he had to learn the system, he had to get in shape. He was just getting with sure. us. We went we, and we had one uh, eleven straight when we got him, so it was kind of yeah. You know, Karan gets in foul trouble. Nick gets in foul trouble. First playoff game. I throw Josiah out there. He scored 12 points in four minutes. Mm Wow. Yeah. And he told me, Coach, i I got to learn the system. Simple as that. Y'all want to let me straight. I came into a team that was ranked eight in the state at the time. I'm not going to play much. I'm good. And now, Josiah Williams, won't. he doesn't come off the floor in the summer. He's not going to come off the floor. He's not going to come off the floor during the season. I mean, he's -hmm. good. He's good. He just had to get in shape and learn the system. But he understands. Like, we don't really, I don't really have parental problems with parents and stuff because we just – it's black and white with us, Coach. We don't really – it's not one of those things where it's like we hide it. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. look, this is the standard. If you meet the standard, you play. If you don't meet the standard, you, you don't play. You know, we put it in writing. So I have a contract every year. I got this from my old boss, Coach Huff. He's at Voorhees, head coach at Voorhees College. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for him at Duluth High School. And um he used to have this this contract, man, and it was like it was like maybe like seven standards on there. Like you got to be at like treatment, you had to initial it and sign it at the bottom. And you know, when he first did it, I was just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But like it was basically a contract saying this is what you have to do to play here. If that makes sense, like
1: Initially non, non-negotiable
2: non-negotiable yeah these are non-negotiable non-negotiable that's, non-negotiables. that's, that's great is, i love that this is what it is and, and the first year i got my head job i forgot about it i was sitting in the pandemic one day i was just going bored like we all were sitting in you know doodling around on the computer and i said man i forgot about this so i said i'm gonna do this next year when we play again did it and it just held everybody to a standard man because it's like you signed this, you initialed it, it means you read it. And yep. we read it with you. Yep. And this is the standard, and this is what it is. And man, again, we're not a perfect basketball team by no means. Like, we, we got a lot of flaws, <laughs> a lot of flaws. It'll mm-hmm. never look good to me. But at the same time, we work through those flaws because guys play, play as a team. Like you guys were talking about earlier, you know, you would love to see us play because, yeah, we're going to have games, we're going to turn it over 20 times. Mm-hmm but we're going to get 20 stops in a row. And you're going to be like, okay, they threw it away 20 times. They got 20 stops and hit a big three at the end and won. So, yeah. it, is hey, it is it is. It's it's not true. always
0: pretty. and that's not the, always that's pretty. The, that's, that's the biggest thing to know is, a hey, wins don't have to be pretty. As long as we're Ooh, learning oh, from every single win. Everybody talks about, oh, you know, like, you can learn from this loss. I'd rather learn from a win, me yep. personally.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to – yeah, absolutely. Listen, man, it was not pretty. And twenty we won twenty-five games last year. Twenty two of them were double digits just because wow. they just moved the ball and they did what we asked, man. And now don't don't get it twisted. It was games where we won by 20 and had look, we had 20 turnovers in the region championship game. No, we had 18 or whatever, it's a crazy number. Wow. But we still managed to win the game and because guys play hard and they play as a team. And mm-hmm. they do it. they they trust the system. They trust them because we do a lot with our scouts. And,
1: and, and so. I would, I would assume a lot of those trusting the system. I thought I didn't, I didn't mean. To catch, no, no. Um, some of those, a lot of those turnovers are probably more as a result of of just playing so hard, as opposed to just some mental lapse or just some dumb turnover, right?
2: Man, nah, we'll most, have four not turnovers. All, but I would assume that most of them are probably more that way. We'll have four turnovers. Ace so from diving on the floor and throwing it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll literally have a kid like we had to tell him last year when you die on the floor, just hold it. If they tied up, they tied up. Because we were getting, like, my kids, they die. Again, man, it's standard. We don't talk about playing hard. We never do. We I don't bring them in, All right, guys, gotta play hard today. They, they know that. So they die on the floor. They take charges. And we'll get it, and they'll just throw it, and they'll get it. I'm like, damn. But it, it, it drives <laughs> you crazy. Yeah, that's why I don't have any hair, man. It drives me <laughs> crazy. It drives me crazy now. Like, just thinking about crazy. it. <laughs> it drives me crazy, man. It drives me crazy. But at the same time. You know, like i said, man it's that I wouldn't trade this job in for nothing and when i when I got to drew hills it wasn't it wasn't it was in good shape that year, but traditionally they they weren't really that good. last state championship was nineteen fifty seven and uh you know we won twenty five and I, it wasn't a school record twenty seven is a school record uh but that was the most win since nineteen seventy one something like that mm-hmm. but they haven't been traditionally that good. People thought I was crazy when I first took the job. You know, man, you crazy You're going to a dead man's job. I can't believe you take that job. scratch your food? you a fool. I can't believe you would even do that. And I'm like, well, you know, when I was assistant coach, my most of my assistant coaching days were at Shiloh High School for Coach Kim Rivers. Mm-hmm. And coach Kim Rivers, man, I'll tell you what, he was the one that pretty much taught me how to be a high school basketball coach because he was hard on me just like he was with the kids. And he pretty much showed me how to how to be a professional, and I brought what I did at Shiloh over here, and it's and it's going pretty good right now. So yeah, I'm just happy with, it, with the state of the program. I'm I'm happy, man. I'm happy with the state of the program. That's I really awesome. am. Yeah,
1: that is that's good to hear, Coach. That's great to hear. Before I I want to get to Shiloh because i I know that was that mm-hmm. was a crazy experience. I know that that did a lot for you. Yeah, and, uh, but before oh, yeah. you you played for your dad in high school, right? Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you so you played for your dad in high. Was it all four years? Yes. Yeah, so play for your dad and then you ended up being his assistant coach, right, for a year or two. Yes. We talked about how, you know, you had that job lined mm-hmm. up. You, you know, you just yep. did job. Well, all right, you played for your dad, you coached on him for a year. What's that like? It was it hard plan for your dad and then was it different, you know, being under him as man. an assistant? Just what was that like?
2: Playing for my dad was so fun, man, because he wasn't like your, your average dad. Like, he wasn't one of those dads that were your coach that just every time you did something bad, he would just rip you alive, right. Yeah. If I did bad, he would treat me just like he would treat the other guys. If I did good, he would treat me just like it wasn't. it was always it was, it was like it was like a coach. It wasn't like my dad. Yeah It yeah. was fun. it was hard. you know, obviously, being 17, 16, 17, 18, kids are going to talk.'t I don't, I don't even know how I dealt with it yet, you know back back then. You know kids, was, oh, you just playing because your dad. Uh, music, I used to hear it all the time. Oh, you only start because your dad. I only started my senior year. I came out the bench the other three years. So, <laughs> really? oh, you only play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had really good players, and I was very unselfish. So I didn't care if I started or not. But, oh, And then they got, oh, you're coming off the bench because your dad. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, like, yeah, as an 18 year old, man, it taught me how to really be tough. And, you know, 17, 18 years old taught me how to be. I had to grow up fast. And so, you know, playing for my dad was a great experience. He played for his dad at Rockdale High School. My granddad won 400 games, man. So, wow. uh, he he played for his dad, played for my dad. And um so working for my dad was, you know, it was really it was fun. It was really good cuz it kind of brought me back when I played for him. Yeah. And uh it wasn't it wasn't really. He was at the tail end of his career. He was he worked one year and he retired. Uh, that 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 same season, I kind of tried to talk about it, but he was ready to go, man. He coached for a long time. He's yeah. fifth all time in wins uh, wow. in the, in the, in DeKalb County. And now and wow. now he's my assistant coach. So, oh, that's really? I didn't, I didn't wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Like he's he fifth all
1: time in DeKalb
2: County. Yeah, fifth wow. all time with three hundred and thirteen wins. He's only two wins away from being fourth all time. Oh, so, really? But I mean, <laughs> he, he ain't gonna. He's done now. So, yeah, but done. uh. Unless man, you get sick or
0: something, him. is he going to count that on his record?
2: I he mean, would. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he, he's he. Man, the kids love him. I mean, they love him. They call him OG. Hey, he's, that's hey. We he got Penny's him.
1: dad here too. We call him OG. Yeah, you y'all got OG too. Call him OG. <laughs> we call him OG. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. He OG. Man, he's sixty-five. My granddad is actually eighty-six today. Like his oh, birthday wow. is today, man. So you right. know, I talked to him. I appreciate it, man. I talked to him today. You know, we just talk hoops, man. It's in, the, it's in the family. But yeah, man, my dad coaching with me is like awesome, and everybody knows, him. like it's, it's a great experience. He, uh, he scouts game. He goes to games. He scouts. He, he loves it. He's everybody knows him. It's crazy, man, because he'll do whatever I need. I call him right now. Hey, man, meet me at 8 a.m. Go scout a game. He's like, all right, cool. Awesome. Yo,
1: that is, it is wow. so cool that y'all got three generations of just basketball mind. That yeah. y'all I was about to say, I mean, that is so cool.
2: Yeah. So
0: this, I, yeah. I always make this joke with people. I said, uh, mm-hmm. my dad, doctor, mm-hmm. brother, doctor, mom's nurse. So naturally I became a basketball coach. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, man. man. Um, coach, talk to us about Shiloh a little bit. I know, uh, you know, I, I, again, I mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier, but just talk to us about your, your experience there, kind of your role, players you had, uh, just, you know, how, how that developed you as a coach and what it did
2: for you. Shiloh was a great experience, man, great players. i start with the players. We had Joshua Kogi, that's with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep. He was with one of our better players. Kareem Bruton that played at Memphis, he was one of our players. Okay. Man, it was a great experience. I got a chance to be around really good players every day. I got a chance to be around really good people. They were some good people first. Mm-hmm. I was young. I first got my assistant coaching job at 23. And I just remember, man, because my dad taking a year off, so I went with Coach Rivers. And I was just thinking, it was going to be a year or two, and then I'll go join my dad if he ever got a job, which he did. And we were winning so much, I just stayed with Coach. <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, uh, the experience was, man, Coach Rivers was like, Man, he was the best defensive mind that I've ever been around in my life, and uh, you know he he was he was really good with just picking people apart, man. He just pick you apart, and guys play hard, man. You guys, man, listen. If you want to see a team that plays hard? Still, they still play hard. But you want to see a team that gets after it? And I mean, they bring heavy heavy pressure. I mean, every night trapping multiple defenses after timeout. Like I learned all that, and I. It was like a basketball i was like a basketball encyclopedia for coach rivers man
0: yeah
2: and uh you know he just taught me so much about basketball i thought i knew basketball until i went to shallow right so every day he would challenge me like every single day he would challenge me every day he would come in someday hey you're gonna run practice today or because i was his jv head coach as well say mm-hmm. hey you're gonna run practice today or hey you're gonna run you gonna run a workout this whole week and so you know I would get into the point where he would, he would tell me, hey, you running, like my third, second or third year, hey, you running the workout this week. And I was like, shoot, because we already went this morning at 6. Yeah. And he's like, hey. he's like yeah, I already group texted guys. We got in this morning. So, I mean, I could stay this, this evening, but we already went. If you want him to do a tour day, he's like, you mean to tell me y'all already went this morning? I'm like, yeah. Or he would say, you know, this week you got practice. Uh, uh, I need you to type up practice plan. Oh, I did. You know, so I was always ahead of the game, and I was always thinking like our head coach. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was always working, man. That experience was great because it made me who I was today. I wasn't making a whole lot of money. really wasn't making much of nothing. Uh, but the experience and the resume, man, just the resume. And, you know, I took what I learned from him and Coach Huff and my dad, and I just, you know, took it over to Druid Hills. And, you know, but, yeah, man, I owe my whole coaching career to Coach Rivers. man. I mean, he was – you guys just, I mean, y'all have to see it to believe it, man. You just have to see it. I mean, the, the, the pressure that they put on teams, man. Just man and man. Zone pressure. Just trapping. It's like, man, I remember when I was young and I used to play, uh, sometimes I had to bring my shoes and play scout team point guard, right? I'd go out there, and I was, you know, I was 23, 24, 25. I was playing. I was getting up and down. Felt good, getting up and down every day. Man, I went out there one time and tried to play with Josh and him. Oh. <laughs> it was almost like it was like they were pressing and usually he didn't press. It was like, "All right, Stroud, you going to get it. Going to play half court 5 on 5." That particular day he was like, "Yeah, we're going to press today. So, you get your legs loose and get ready." So, I'm like, "Okay, I'm 25, they 17, 18. You know, 17, 18 year old about to beat me." <laughs> I don't care who, you know what I'm saying? Man, I remember they were trapping and running all over the place, man. It was almost like it was eight guys, eight, nine guys. It was only five, and it felt like I said, I'm either getting old or y'all are really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew then my my basketball playing days were winding down. Oh, my God. I knew then, yeah. Josh. It, it, it happens quick, though. It, it happens quick. Man. They ended me, coach. Josh Okogie <laughs> ended my career. Because I remember when I they stole the ball from me. They were trapping me in a corner. And I was like, wait a minute. And I tried to pass out. Well, I did pass it out. And it got picked off. And they came down. And they lobbed it up to Josh. He went up and dunked it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. I think this is it. I don't need to be playing with him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, it was a great experience, though, man. I was there for six years. I worked for Coach Huff for one, my dad for one, and then I got my head job. So year eight, I got my head job. So I was an assistant for no, I was an assistant for year nine. I was an assistant for eight eight seasons, eight seasons. So six, one and one. So, okay, okay, awesome. Yep. yep. And
1: uh, you said you said Coach
2: Rivers, right? Is still a shallow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. I saw him yesterday. They they play. They playing in the same summer league as us. Still okay. bringing heavy well, I'll, pressure. I'll,
1: I was about to ask you, you know, I'm sure you still have a yeah. relationship with him. I was going oh, to ask you. Oh, absolutely. do ask some questions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked to him this morning. Yeah, they pressed, They were pressing yesterday. Man to man, full court. Yeah. They Yeah, they took, now they running and jumping now. Like, guy was dribbling down. They So they cleared it out. I said, uh-oh, don't clear it, don't clear it. And as soon as they cleared it, here he comes. <laughs> so, yeah. I talked to him this morning, man. I'm like, yo, I got to sit down and talk to you about the run and jump. Because we ran a little run and jump last year. It, it, yeah. it didn't look like that. <laughs> it was an accident. We ran run and jump last year by accident.
0: Yeah.
2: We just, we just came in one day. A kid Yeah, a kid was dribbling down the floor and somebody ran up and he got a steal and they just started doing it every day. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, Yeah. We never did talk about it. It just, it was driven down the floor. He came to the kid, threw it away. It was like, and then they started doing it and we just was like, all right, that's called a run and jump. I don't know where y'all <laughs> supposed to be, but just do it. Just, yeah. just jump in the air, run and jump, try to make a live pad, try to skip it. And that's what they were doing. Like a trial all <laughs> air man Try different things on the stick that's it until we played Marist and we tried it on them and they would hit they hit like 11 threes and then we cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: man that is funny uh coach i tell you what we uh we like to wrap it up with some rapid fire you mind doing some rapid fire questions with us absolutely let's um, do it man here we go uh first question um last technical
2: uh never got a technical in a regular season game i got ejected i used to get ejected on purpose in the summer. So probably two years. When I first got my job, I got kicked out on purpose in a summer league game just to show the guys <laughs> I was uh. If you were about was, it. Uh, yeah, I was about about it. But in the regular season, man, I got a clean slate. 30. Okay. In the three years, I I didn't get one. Even when I was a JV head coach, I didn't get one. Okay. Hell, I didn't have to get one. We had good players. Yeah, yeah. What uh,
1: <laughs> what did you get a technical for uh when you in the sum in the summer game? Uh, what, what'd you get thrown out for? Excuse me, my fault. What'd you get thrown out for? I ran on the floor. You ran on the floor.
2: <laughs> yeah, I ran on the floor and, and had this big blow up. Like I, I was putting on. I lo- oh, that's funny. That <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's um, funny. I told the ref after I was putting on. He knows yeah.
1: it. You. Uh, yeah. All right, next one. You ever uh, you ever dunked the basketball on a ten foot rim?
2: No, I'm too short. Five, right, five, eight and a half, five nine. And that ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> you, yeah, volleyball, <laughs> tennis ball, anything? No, no. I can't touch a rim, and I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. I, I, I let my guys touch it. Yeah, yeah that's, you
1: know. <laughs> that's, um, that's right. All right. Okay. Yeah. You are up three at the end of, at the end of a game. Do you foul or let it play out?
2: I foul all day. Uh, you know, I went to a clinic two years ago. That, that's, that was the same topic as that. It was called, "Do you foul up three with ten left?" And the answer in parentheses that yes. So I just went with it because the numbers say do it. So yeah. I, I followed the uh, anal- analytics. But Science. yes. Yeah. All day long. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure somebody if y'all put this out there the guys that we play against. You know. Yeah, They're going to listen to it. But, yeah, we're going to foul you. Uh, you know, we're going to foul you. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. we are. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Um, are you, you leaving your best player in with two fouls in the first half?
2: Absolutely, especially in the tournament. Yeah. I have. I did last year. Keyshawn would pick up two. <clears> I just I just look at him and go, and he knew what that meant. He yeah. knew he knew what that meant, and he didn't pick it up. Uh, like that. Yeah, I, I would, especially in the tournament, man, because I, I really don't have – you know, you don't really have much to – because we didn't really have much of a bench, so I had to do a lot of right. trial and error. But, yeah. Now, we had depth, probably not. But no depth, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. All right, you going for the tie or going for the win?
2: At home, tie, on the road, win. Hey, okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I like yeah. That.
1: Um, All right, casual or professional on the sidelines?
2: Pre-pandemic, professional, now cortisol. Yeah. I'm just following with the I'm just following the trainer with Bob Huggins and I see Tommy is on him <laughs> yeah. zip. Well, I, well listen, Huggins has been wearing a quarter zip for thirty years now. Ever. So he he's good. Yeah. So yeah, quarter zip now, because I'm I'm casual. Um
1: I love it. Uh okay, uh early morning practice or evening or night practice.
2: oh 6 AM. Let's do it. We get up before the chickens. Yo. Up before the chickens. <laughs> yeah. All day long. Up before right.
1: up before the chickens. That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm good. Chicken. Yeah, um, I
1: love it. All right, if you were not coaching basketball, what would you be doing?
2: Oh my god! Uh, referee. Yeah, that's a gig. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. yeah, i would probably be a referee. Uh, or I don't know, Ace. I never, I never wanted to be anything but a coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shoot man, probably have my own business. How about that? Yeah, i probably paint yeah, painting cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Um, all right, uh, you playing a golf coach? I do, I go to top golf. Yeah, I don't like going. Yeah, I go to top golf.
1: Uh, you, you okay at top golf? You got a good swing? No, no,
2: <laughs> I'm a good putter. I go to that little place downtown, it's put shack.
1: Put Shack?
2: I, I, yeah, put shack. I'm good at putting as far <laughs> as like swinging. I can't, I can't. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right uh two more two more should every team make mm-hmm. the conference tournament
2: yes every yeah. team should make the conference yeah make Why? the conference tournament um i just feel like if you were if regardless man because i just i'm a i'm big on upsets okay. you know if if cause you, you see it all the time the acc tournament because yeah. i'm a big acc guy obviously with tech yeah. being out on the street from here I know Coach Passner really well, and you know the ACC tournament—you you see upsets all the time, I and mean, you see Virginia get knocked off. You see Florida State got knocked off. You, so yes, I think every team should have a chance to compete in the in the in the tournament, in the conference tournament. I do. Um, I just don't feel like it should be a select amount of teams because again, I like upsets, mm-hmm. yeah. and especially in the NCAA tournament because I want to want some some prizes sometimes in the NCAA tournament with some, with some upsets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely obsessed, man. Um, all right, coach. Last one: uh LeBron or Jordan? Oh, Michael Jordan all day long.
2: Yeah, not even close. Yeah, yeah, not even close. Not even close.
1: Not even close. Yes.
2: It's close, but not that close. But really, not that close. It's close, but it's, it's 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 not that it's not that close. See, I grew up in the era with Michael Jordan. I grew up in the era kind of with LeBron too. Right. But I just remember as a kid, just Jordan was a killer, man. Yeah, he was a killer. He was a killer. He was one of those guys that. You get a ball him with eight seconds left, it's over. You get LeBron the ball with eight seconds left, and it's over. But it's over on the other side. You like going <laughs> oh, even- my <laughs> God. oh my! Going to throw- but LeBron is obviously the second best player of all time behind Michael Jordan. I don't care what nobody say. Nah, okay. second best player. Oh, in the same neighborhood? No, it's Kobe then him. Kobe? What? Then. Yeah, I gotta go Kobe. It's 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 Mike
1: then Kobe then, then LeBron? Yeah. Coach, nobody thinks that. Nobody thinks that. Kobe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I gotta go, Kobe, because I just watched Kobe. Man, he was a killer, man. He was a killer. He just was he, a, was. he was a killer. He he was. All right, but hey, I actually got killer.
0: one question too, Asa. What Get you
1: it, got? Celtics or Warriors? Yeah, we, we we got we got game what game three to
2: watch here in a three. second. We wrap this up. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I, and my heart says my heart says Warriors, but my common sense is telling me Celtics.
1: Okay. I, I said Celtics in seven. I said. Seven. I
0: got Warriors in seven. Although that, although the Celtics are down or up twenty-two to nine right now, I still yeah, got. They
2: are.
0: I still got Warriors.
2: In seven. What I see, <laughs> Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's getting ugly. All right, y'all. Next,
1: yeah. I, I got to get out of here. Then I got to go watch this game. Y'all, y'all, the crib watching the game. I got to get out of here. That's it,
2: man. You <laughs> oh, still hey, at work, man. Man, I <laughs> you coming on.
1: Where can uh, where yes, can sir. people find you on uh, Twitter?
2: at uh, Coach Stroud 3. Okay. Yep. And I'm cool. always tweeting, man. At Coach Stroud 3, man. I love tweeting. I'm tweeting about all sports. I love baseball, too. All right. Oh. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm a big Braves fan. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes, sir. Hey, come on. We got
0: a big Braves fan. Hey, I wasn't a huge fan of the Freddie Freeman, but I, I trust the yeah. uh, I trust the organization.
2: Me, too. Uh, me, too. And uh, we're on the six game winning streak. We were down 2-1 just a minute ago. Well, I flipped it. We were down 2-1. Hopefully, when I flip it back... Let's see what I'm bad. What now it? we're up six. Now we're up six, too. Seven, bottom yeah. of seven. So we're playing good. We won six in a row. <laughs> so. Looks like tonight we're going to beat the A's and have seven in a row. Hey, oh, it was around we'll the same play. time
0: last year where we started, you know, getting rolling it rolling. Yeah,
2: man. We only a game and a half out in the, in the wild card, eight and a half out in the East. We'll, we'll catch and the man. They'll, they'll fold actually. shortly which
1: yeah, is hilarious because this is the most like live sports talk we've had ever on this podcast so no when, really yeah yeah so <laughs> when it, come friday when this thing comes out uh, every prediction yep. is gonna be, you know it's gonna be it's, it's, <laughs> it's either gonna be really wrong and really really, right. really wrong or really <laughs> right, right. Wrong or really right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right yeah, so, yeah man yeah. Uh, all right i'm gonna wrap up real quick uh you can find myself yeah. on instagram at the aces with the z on the end you can find me on twitter at coach Ace page you can find nathan on instagram at coach nathan moran you can find him on twitter at coach a. moran Find Mind of a Coach on uh, on Twitter at Mind of a Coach Pod, and you can find us on Instagram at Mind of a Coach. Coach Stroud, appreciate it again, man. Best of luck to you, all
2: Thank you, man. Glad oh, to talk to you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. See y'all, man. Appreciate it. All right, Tom. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir.
1: of the dharma good people get down Free candy for the masses we with stereo sound like the Vedas and the gators in the breakbeat tune automator on the fader corner shop with the boom slapping hands with my brothers as we rise to the sun lays on fonts feel the rhythm of
2: the romers you stone
1: Same I appell baby doll for your pleasure tonight here's the to gender with this speech we be like